Hello everyone, it's your girl Kira the Healer and you are listening to Mystic Mommy Podcast. For this episode today, uh, we're going to be talking about connecting and healing your inner child. Um, before we move forward with this episode, um, I do want to apologize in the background. You could, you might hear some thumping and everything. Um, that is my cat and my dog. They're playing with each other and they're pretty loud. So I do want to apologize if you're picking up any background noise in this episode. Um, also, I want to promote my sister, Goddess Circle, Divine Masculine and Feminine Energy is welcome. Um, all genders or however you identify yourself. Um, alien, Martian, Wizard, Warlock, uh, Fairy, you are all welcome. Um, this circle is for everyone. Um, and I just want to be able to share witchy tips, uh, what worked for some people, what didn't work for some people, um, how you started on your spiritual journey or path, and just different things that we can share with each other, um, like mine. So uh, DM me if you're interested. As always, um, my Instagram is mystic.mommy.healing. So you can go ahead, DM me. Um, hit me up on Gmail. It's shakira.the.healer at gmail.com. And um, once again, we can get this sister goddess circle uh, popping, this witch circle popping. Um, I also want to promote my Reiki, of course, free attunement, free uh, Reiki sessions. You can go ahead and book it with me. Um also, my Etsy shop, of course, Mystic Mommy Healing. Um, I have lots of soap. I have spiritual waters. I have sage bundles, candles. I have just a, a, an array of stuff. Chakra teas, chakra candles, just an array of stuff. So just go ahead, check it out. Show me some support. Show me some love. Um, so for t- uh, today's episode, I do want to let you know there's a trigger warning. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot about sexual assault, abuse, um, so just a, a bunch of other things. So uh, if this episode is not for you, definitely do not listen any further. Um, otherwise, if you are ready to move on, if you are ready to heal, um, it's okay to cry. Just let it all out. Let's move into this episode. Um, I also want to do one more promotion um, that I'm going to be offering, and it's going to be Reiki for healing your inner child. So once again, same way, if you want to go ahead and DM me for a session so you can get um, some free Reiki healing to heal your inner child, go ahead once again, hit me up through any of those avenues or whatever works best for you. Still here, guys. Just had to get a sip of water. <laughs> but um, so just like all the other episodes uh, on here, I love talking and focusing on healing and different techniques. So some of the techniques might resonate better with you and others, you know, might not. Um, so all I want to do is just present a door to you. And the only way the door works is if you are the key, Right. You're the key to the door and you open the one that is right for you. So EFT tapping might be better for some of you. Sound bowl healing might be better for you. Doing a spiritual bath might be better for you. Doing Reiki might be better. Meditation, hiking, connecting with nature, drum circle, sister circle, 
which circle, anything, something might work better for you, or you might do them all and it all works for you. Um, however, you have to do whatever works best for you. Um, and all I'm doing is just presenting topics and techniques so that you can put forth to move on in your spiritual journey or your spiritual healing journey. So for some reason, um, I was drawn to this topic. I was drawn to focus on healing the inner child and addressing sexual abuse and trauma. And trauma doesn't always occur earlier in years, um, in your younger years. It can also occur later in life. And um, not all, you know, victims, not all of us are harmed by strangers. Um, unfortunately, many of us are harmed by people that we know, whether it's a family or spouse, someone we were in a relationship with, a friend. Um, and we need to, or someone we thought we could call those things, um, but we need to learn how to heal our inner self um, and our inner child. So the importance of connecting with your inner child is to help with healing and trauma and become more in tune with your mind, body, and your soul. Letting them all connect as one, as well as disconnect and identify each one of the spirits and the physical body. So the inner child is like an aspect or like a, to me, I, I feel like it's a spiritual part of you and it contains the little form of you of like when you were a kid. Um, so the inner child is like a sub-personality of you, uh, sort of like another side or a character. And um, upon doing some research, I know the more spiritual form, but um, in psychology, they say that it's more of like your subconscious and your psyche. And um, I just like to say it's like a part of your spirit or your soul. It's like a personality and just another kind of like another person that's within you. But it's you. It's still you. It's just the little you. Um, now, because of trauma, some of you... Um, might be unable to remember what you were like or who you look like as a kid. And that's okay because later we'll discuss techniques on how to connect to heal him or her. Um, I I know people, I, I have like watched documentaries on some people who suffer from this kind of uh, like real, really bad, harsh um upbringings and trauma and abuse and it's to the point where they can't even remember who they were as a child and they seen pictures of themselves as a child and they can't even recognize who they were because they were so traumatized they put that whole memory of who that person was or who they were at that time into a repressed part of their mind and they just they they couldn't even recognize themselves um, so there are some people who are diagnosed with uh, DID, which is Disassociative Identity Disorder, um, and they usually allow this personality or aspect of them surface and take over the physical body. And this usually occurs, like I said, uh, occurs in people who are victims of sexual trauma and abuse. I feel that the inner child is like a reflection of all the positive and negatives we once were. Um, so there can be like certain feelings uh, 
that you might express just like how you were as a child, like sadness or energetic spurts, being over talkative, creative or rebellious. But there's also this uh, characteristic that you might possess, like this innocence. Um, and if you were abused as a child, you might have characteristics of or uh, show behaviors of like hiding away when you were troubled to avoid conversation or you might be afraid to express yourself sexually or emotionally because you were taught that was like a bad thing to do or um, if you were told like you can't show your emotion which that's when we get into this whole big debate and discussion about toxic masculinity which I definitely I feel that does exist it, it's instilled when you're a child um, boys don't cry, men can't get hurt, men don't have feelings like that, um, men can't express their feelings, and um, that's toxic masculinity, basically saying that men are not, it's it's unmasculine to show your emotions, almost like in a way when you're saying like to be feminine is in, it's inferior, but to be feminine or show that feminine or that soft side, being in touch in, with your feelings and being in touch and in tune with your emotions, um, that is a good thing. I instill that in my son. I have a child. I have a son. I instill that in him now. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. Um, and not one of those things where you're like, oh, you're a big boy. You can't cry. Um, so... Also, um, you might also be hypersexual because of the abuse. Um, it comes to a point where we feel unsafe or insecure with our environment and surroundings, and it leads us to having a traumatized inner child, or another term um, is a wounded inner child, by not feeling safe or stable, which is, you know, it could have been a number of things, like having to survive um financial hardships, you know, being a broke ass bitch, which was me, my, my sisters at one point, um, we were being raised by a single mother and, um, it was just, I guess, hard for her to keep up with all of us and the lifestyle that she had. And, um, it just came to a point where we were just broke. We couldn't, you know, afford certain things and, um, you know, like there was just certain things that we had to go without, um, or you might have, you know, a wounded inner child from being bullied in school, being raped or molested by a stranger or family member, uh, being sexualized by a sexual, by a parent's spouse. Um, so like one of your parents, maybe boyfriends or girlfriends probably sexualized you, molested you, maybe said inappropriate things to you and you never, or even if you confronted your parent about it, they probably brushed it under the rug or you were just probably too afraid to, um, I have seen this occur with both boys and girls working in children's mental health, um, being a physically abused or beaten, not being allowed to uh, be happy or play with other kids, having an overly protective father or parent, criticized or verbally abused, uh, lack of attention or affection from a parent, being neglected or responsible for a sibling um, because parents needed help or could help uh, care. Uh, like you missed out on your childhood. So um, I do have to say that was like my older, my older sister who was in the house. Um, we, it was the two of us were younger me and I have a little sister and um, she wasted a lot of her childhood, like looking out after us. Like it would be summertime and 
for the summer, she spent her summers indoors for the most part um, while we were home because my mom had to work. So when she could have been out riding her bikes and hanging out and being a kid, there was a lot of time she did that. Or um, she would walk us home from school, pick us up from pick us up and then walk us home from school. Um, I do remember on several occasions we would walk to pick my little sister up from school and then we would have to walk back home. And then um, it just became something, you know, it's like a responsibility. And she became like a second parent at one point. Um, or she became my parent at one point. And that leads to you having a wounded inner child because you ex- you didn't get to experience being a child yourself because you had to mature fast enough to take care of others. Now, maybe this is like, maybe right now listening to this, you're like, okay, I suffered through that or I went through that, but I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with me. Or maybe you're question like, well, how do I know if I have a wounded or a traumatized or, you know, a hurt inner child? And there's many things. I'm going to go over a huge list of some of them. Um, I know there's plenty more, but um, maybe you might have sex out of pity uh, you might feel bad and you might feel like coerced or forced to have sex with someone, even though you really don't, but then you feel bad if you don't. Um, so you just have like pity sex. You might leave your body when you do have sex because you're just completely turned off. And maybe you're with a partner that you love and you want to do this for them. Um, but maybe because you were abused as a child, um, you were raped or you were molested, you feel uncomfortable in your body. You don't feel right doing this um, because you were taken advantage of. So you might leave your body and just disconnect completely when you have sex. And um, I can definitely say like I've been there before, that definitely the pity sex and the leaving my body when I do have sex because I was just so insecure and uncomfortable with who I was. And because of past experiences and things that happened to me, I just did it because I was with the person and I just wanted to make them happy because that's what they wanted. But then I just felt so uncomfortable. So it wasn't like an enjoyable experience for me. And um, so I just kind of just tap out, I just leave my body and I'm just like, I'm not here anymore. I don't feel anything. If this is nothing to me, just so that I'm able to satisfy them. Um, some people indulge in an excessive amount of porno, um, pornography. Um, you feel like you have to put the needs in front of others, which that goes back to what I was saying before. Like I felt to satisfy other people, I had to do that. Um, even though I was insecure, I wasn't comfortable in my body. Um, or I always have a tendency to put others' needs in front of mine, or I always feel like I have to make someone like me. Um, and that's definitely because I've always stood out. I've always been very different from other people, which I know everybody laughs at that nowadays, like, oh, I'm so different. But no, seriously, I've always been a fucking weirdo. So um, I've just always felt the need to like make one hat, one to be accepted. Um, and also put others' needs in front of mine's because I wouldn't want to lose a person. Um, 
you might also be afraid to have sex or be disgusted of it. So it could go back to, once again, trauma, being sexualized as a child, maybe by a parent's spouse, even maybe by like a friend's older brother or sister or something. Um, and now you're just disgusted, or maybe it was in, drilled into your head by your parents. Maybe if they were like extreme, uh, in, like extremists in their religions, um, and they felt like it wasn't okay for you know having sex before marriage or whatever the case is. Like it was disgusting. It's dirty. And um, and maybe that's why. Uh, you're just afraid to have sex or you're just disgusted or, you know, because of a past experience. Um, you also might get very angry and filled with rage. So not just like, oh, I'm like pissed the fuck off. Like I'm so upset. But like you get to the point where you're like, I'm pissed the fuck off and I'm about to pop off. Like I'm about to hit the shit out of you. Like you are so upset when you get angry and it's like, or like I'm, I know a lot of people use this term. Um, I see red or like I black out. And I know I have like <laughs> listeners in other countries and you're probably like, what the fuck does that mean? But like when someone says like, oh, I see red or I black out, it means literally like you don't see anything else but wanting to harm the other person. Like your mission now is to harm the other person. Like nothing's going to stop you. The police, um, your friend, the family, nobody's going to, nobody's stopping you because you're set out to do something now. And you're going to beat that person's ass. So you get so angry to the point where you just want to like, we're just filled with rage. Um, you have abandonment issues. I can say definitely for sure I have been there at one point um, in a relationship where I feel like I needed the other person to be there. Like, And I would say that. And uh, just thinking back, like definitely some things I felt like I did it because I thought I loved the person. Um, but also some of the things I was just like stupid and insecure and like, I just needed to heal. I needed to heal to stop being stupid and giving myself to these people who didn't deserve me. And I just felt that if I just did whatever they wanted me to do, they wouldn't have to get it, get that, whatever it was that they needed from someone else, the attention, the sex, the relationship, the affection. They, if I did whatever they wanted, I would. They wouldn't need to go anywhere else. So I had abandonment issues, and I would get clingy, and I wouldn't want them to leave. And I literally would like cater to these people, pay bills, and just stupid shit. I'm just telling you, like really stupid ass shit. Like I just had abandonment issues, um, because I was scared of not even necessarily losing the person, but being alone. Um, and once again, definitely stems from childhood issues. Um, you might also have trust issues or you might not trust yourself. Uh, you probably don't get along with your parent or your guardians. Or you might avoid uh, conflict and don't want to um, and, and run from, you know, when there's like a fight or if there's somewhere where you need to stand up for yourself, you kind of try to avoid that. If you have social anxiety or socially awkward, if you're ashamed to look at your your mirror, your face, oh God, if you're ashamed to look at your mirror, if you're ashamed to look at your body in the mirror, um, you suffer from addictions, you have a lack of feelings or find it very difficult to express emotions. If you're like anal retentive or like a perfectionist, 
Um, you have the need to be better than others or become an overachiever. If you are unable to finish or start um, tasks or goals, you might end up in a an abusive relationship or relationships. Or if you're a serial dater and you can never be serious with someone or find yourself having troubles opening up to others and connecting to them. You might also have only been rewarded or loved or acknowledged when you did good things. So you feel the need to be acknowledged and bend over backwards to please others. Um, you might also act out and do things because that's the only time anyone acknowledged your existence. Um, so you're like a people, not only a people pleaser, but you do things to get the attention of others because that's the only time they've ever paid you any attention. Um, you might have been told, you know, not to shut up and not to talk when adults are around or when you're in a crowd of people, um, kind of just like just to always be quiet and just don't say anything like what you have to say. is just not important. Just may, being made to feel like you were less than. So. Let's talk about now, let's talk about connecting and healing your inner child. So why do you think, why should we, you know, connect and heal our inner child? Like, what is the benefit of it? Why should we do this? And I'll tell you a few good answers. Um, but most importantly, dropping negative patterns and behaviors. And it sucks because growth hurts. Growth is not easy. Growth is not something that comes overnight. Healing is not something that comes overnight. And healing is something that's not easy. And it fucking hurts. I've literally been healing decades. I'm not even that old. But decades of trauma and shit that just happened. And years and years and years of shit that happened. And me dropping negative behaviors and patterns and not realizing why I was the way I was and reading and doing research and on my spiritual journey and connecting with my guides and listening to others or even reading a lot of things. Social media has been an open door to expose you to all of these things. And I realized like, hey, I was not the only person. One, I was not the only person who went through that. And also two, that was pretty fucked up and I shouldn't have went through that or I shouldn't behave that way or I shouldn't act that way or view others in that way. Um, especially like, you know, men, I always had a thing for men. And I think it's because I wasn't really raised. Um, I was raised with my stepfather, but um, he was in my life for a, a certain amount of time. Um, and I was raised without, we were mostly raised without men in the house. Um, so it took me a very long time to understand men and um, the way they work and also how to get respect and not allow people to talk over you, treat you like shit, walk all over you and make you feel like you, because you are a woman, you have to be subordinate or you have to listen to men and it took me many years. It took me many experiences to the point where I've been like sexually assaulted at a job and I didn't speak up because no one told me that was wrong. I always felt like, you know, I just because you because you're a, a an employer, because you're an employer, 
you should have my best interest. Because you're a human, you should have someone's best interest. You shouldn't harm other people. But when I'm being told like, hey, it's okay, or you know, being manipulated, it's just very hard for you to see past that. But what I'm, okay, like basically what I'm trying to get at is it took me many years to correct a lot of mistakes or understand a lot of things and be like, hey, that situation that happened, that wasn't right and that's not normal and, you know, I shouldn't let people take advantage of me like that or I shouldn't let people say certain things to me or talk to me any kind of way. Um, And it takes a lot to stick up for yourself. It takes a lot to heal and it hurts. But at the end of the day, once you do start healing, once you go through that pain, it'll all be worth it in the end. And I promise you that. It might seem like a very tough titty right now. It might seem like the worst time in your life. And trust me, I've been there and it fucking feels shitty. But at the end of the day, like it's going to be completely worth it. And you will transform into this beautiful butterfly or moth or ladybug or whatever beautiful animal you love. You will transform and you will rise and you will be amazing. And I promise you that. Um, Connecting and healing your inner child also allows you to uh, release negative thoughts and emotions. And I'm going to give a good example with that. And so negative thought patterns and emotions. And once again, that can go something so simple like having a shitty relationship with men or women, any being, and you feeling like because you had a shitty relationship with them and another person and you continue to allow these shitty people in, you just believe that people are just shitty and that you're not good enough. Or if someone cheats on you and you feel like you're not good enough and that's a shitty, that's a very negative um, pattern and it's a be a very bad behavior because you're allowing people to continue to come in your life and because you're not sticking up for yourself because you're insecure because you feel so negative about yourself or you feel so poor you think poorly of yourself it's going to be very hard for you to welcome positive things in your life so when you connect and you find the problem when you find the root of the issue it's so much easier for you to let go of those patterns and behaviors. Um, We might also pick up certain habits like smoking and drugs. I picked up smoking when I was, I believe, 13. I smoked cigarettes and it was like the worst shit in the world. Like literally the fucking worst thing ever that I could do. And, And it was, I had to heal to be able to drop bad habits. Same thing with drinking. I am alcohol free. I can't drink alcohol after I got my Reiki 2 um, attunement. It's like my body completely rejects it. Like I just, I can't, I don't have the taste, the craving, nothing for it. Um, but because I was able to heal and move on, um, because of that, I was able to drop a lot of negative thought patterns and behaviors that I had about myself. Um, because of the healing and moving forward and connecting with my inner child. So another thing, um, when you connect with your inner child in the future, um, it helps you move on to having more fulfilling relationships. Um, 
I have been in, when I tell you shitty relationship after shitty relationship from like, I'm trying to remember my first boyfriend. And now that I think back of it, he was really shitty to me. I've, I, I thought for some reason that if, and it's, it sounds crazy, but if someone hits you, um, it means you love them. And I mean, it means they love you. And I thought that abuse, when they would snatch me up, if we were arguing, they would snatch me up or they would hit me. I thought it was their way of showing me that they love me. And I now that I think of it, it's just like, how, how can you even justify that? How can you even say, if you put your hands on someone that they love you, but I was very young and dumb and I just didn't know any better. I, I didn't know any better. I just thought that if someone if someone is yelling at you and you're trying to run away from them and they snatch you up and they throw you is because they're showing some form of like, Hey, I'm trying to talk to you. Pay attention to me. Like, I want to show you that I care. I just thought it was some form of care. And I hate to say it, it's because I, I saw that it was just like history was repeating itself. And, um, I had a lot of crazy exes and abusive relationships because I allowed it. Um, and after letting go and healing, the person I'm with now, we definitely have like ups and downs like any normal couple. But I do have to say he has been the most patient and tolerant. And he's definitely trying to be more understanding of me and how because I'm a, a very different person being from the people he's messed with before. So um, this is definitely a fulfilling relationship. It's uh, It feels good to not be so exhausted and drained from dating. It's literally, I remember dating people and I would be so drained from being, just from their presence. And, and we probably didn't even fight that day. We didn't even argue that day, but I was just drained because I was around them. So you have to heal yourself. You have to heal that inner child. And this trauma, a lot of people think that, you know, trauma could just be one thing. You were beaten, you were abused. And yes, that's a part of it, but it's just so many things being oppressed or re being repressed from things that you were supposed to do, being, you know, taken away from situations that might have helped you progress or being told you couldn't do something because of someone else's beliefs. And it sucks because it, it takes a part of us away. Um, connecting with your inner child and healing your inner child helps you release repressed emotions. Um, for example, um, you might be um, like I, I use this term like being immune to showing emotions or being expressive, which I've, I've known plenty, especially men um, who feel the need that they cannot cry. They can't express their feelings or um, they'd be like, oh, you and your feelings. Oh, why are you and your feelings? You need to get out your feelings. You a man. And it's just like, no, it's perfectly fine for you to be in your feelings. It's perfectly fine for you to be upset and crying like it's okay for you to express your emotions and and show that feminine side and show that you are human you're not a robot you're human and it's okay for you to express yourself and it's okay for you to you know act in a manner which people label um 
feminine. It's okay for you to do that. Um, fulfilling your desires and needs. Um, once again, connecting with that inner child. Healing those things that happened to you before is going to allow you to ask for the things you want in a relationship. It allows you to move into that next step that even if, you, if you're just dating right now and you haven't met anyone or you're looking to meet someone, it allows you to go ahead and express that and communicate that with someone else and let them know that you have certain... Um, which I know a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't have expectations of a person. But I believe that there has to be some form of expectation or acknowledgement or something, an understanding, a mutual understanding between you two. Like, hey, I am a very sensitive person. I am a very expressive person. I like flowers. I like long walks. I like nature. I want someone who's going to go out and show me all this. I'm not, you know, a house mouse. I want to be out and about. You, there should be some expectation that your partner knows that of you and can show you that. I mean, vice versa, of course, but at the same time, you should be able to fulfill desires and your needs. Um, healing is going to allow you to be more uh, communicative, speaking up and expressing your needs, um, speaking up when someone is being abusive to you, manipulative, gaslighting. It allows you to do that. Um, because you stop being oppressed and you start speaking up and standing up for yourself. Um, it allows you to be expressive of emotions in a positive manner, of course, um, by stopping violent or neglectful behavior to yourself and others. Um, it allows a part of your soul to heal and be put at ease. And <clears throat> you are healing trauma that has been plaguing you for years. Um, that you probably didn't even know it that exists until you probably listened to this or you started reading about it. So let's talk about let's talk about healing techniques that you can do for yourself to um, start healing and connecting with your inner child. So of course, um, like I said before, I am offering those Reiki sessions, free Reiki sessions to help heal your inner child. Um, and of course, this is free and um, I'm going to help you connect and talk to your inner child or I will go ahead and talk to your inner child myself um, and just send Reiki healing to them. And um, don't get me wrong, it is definitely not a very... Uh, it, it's definitely different for everyone. I've tried, uh, I've done Reiki on my inner child and it took me a few sessions to be able to connect with her. Um, she was very sweet and she was very shy, but she was also playful. And when she got warmed up to me, she came to me, she allowed me to do it. But it took me about maybe three sessions to finally connect with her and allow her to come out because she just kept hiding. And I know it sounds weird because you're like, what? But like when I do Reiki, I, I in a way, I kind of put myself in a situation um, where I leave myself, but I'm in a I'm in a space with my younger me. I'm in a space with that person. And I try to connect with them and I try to talk to them. Um, almost like in a meditative state, and then I try to do the healing then. But um, like I said, I offer those Reiki sessions. Um, and if you can't 
if you are a Reiki practitioner and you want to do it yourself, um, you can, if, if you've been through so much trauma that you can't remember your, um, what you look like, I would suggest you find an old family photo. Um, and if that doesn't exist, you can always ask your guys to provide you the image in your dreams or do a regression um, to find the image or um, sometimes try to remember a situation that occurred when you were little. Um, so, for example, me, I always I remember it was one of my birthday parties. I want to say it was probably my three or four, maybe four year old birthday party. Um and yeah, I think it was my four-year birthday party. And I still remember I got dressed up. I had a little Lion King outfit on and um, I had a little birthday crown. I was wearing like, it was like a pink little Lion King outfit. Uh, or it was like a pink outfit with the Lion King characters on it. And someone smashed cake in my face. And that's why I remember that birthday party because I was crying. I was so upset. Um so if you could remember maybe something that happened, a scenario or a situation, it'll be easier for you to go back and try to heal. If it was something that was traumatizing, then you might want to be able to baby step your way into that situation and you send Reiki into that child um, or into your inner child in that situation. Um, another option. So if you are a Reiki practitioner, you can go ahead and do it yourself. You can talk to your inner child, um, you know, try easing them out so they'll be able to talk to you, comforting them. Um, you could also write a letter to him or her, uh, say what you want to do, how you want to change or benefit, um, write a letter, an apology letter about maybe a certain situation that happened. Um, you could also do affirmations, which is oh, one of my favorite things. Um, tell your inner child that you love them apologize, thank, thank them for making you who you are uh, for this day and that you want to be strong um, and that you're sorry that they were hurt for the incidents that occurred and just let them know you're going to protect them. Um, just talk to them. You can meditate and connect with them. Uh, write about your life if you can remember as a child what it was like. Maybe a letter might help you um, be able to connect and heal Um and or at least know the progress of where or the, the start of where you want to, you know, begin. Um, also, make sure you give your inner child a little bit of space and time to be able to heal on their own as well. Because remember, this is also another uh, perspective or persona and they need their time as well to heal. Um, and any technique that works for you, just try it out. Try something new. Um, if you're going to do meditation, I do recommend opalite. Um, opalite is good for bringing out the inner child. Um, it expresses that playful side of you. And I also recommend um, honey. Let me look it up. I think it's honey calcitite. Yeah, honey calcitite. That's been one of my favorite ones. Um, I've been I've been using the honey calcitite. Uh, to deal with my issues. Um, I have a lot of issues that I suffered from, from the trauma that I went through in my life. Um, so I have been using this one. I had like self-esteem issues and everything. So this helps calm me down. This makes me more into my body. This helps keep me on track. So I like to use the honey calcite and then the opalite to bring out the inner child inside of you. Um, I also bought a medicine pouch. 
um, so that I'm able to carry the stones around with me all the time instead of just sticking them in my bras or my pockets. Um, so I just stick them right inside of the, um, right inside of the, um, medicine pouch. So con to continue that relationship with the inner child, because this is not a persona or aspect that's just going to come, it's not going to go away. It's a part of you. So you have to contain, or you have to keep a healthy, I said contain, maintain um, a healthy relationship with them and just continue to stay curious and question things and, you know, inspire that curiosity, um, spend more time in nature, be adventurous, try new things. Um, don't be afraid to speak your mind at all and speak up for yourself. Um, also become more in tune with your body and your sexuality, especially if you're, you know, you were abused sexually. Um, but embrace that sexuality, embrace your body, love your body and love the person that you have grown to be. Uh, always keep a journal. I think journaling has been one of my most favorite new things that I've gotten into over the years. Um, but I've been doing it really heavy now. I have a spell journal. I have a mood journal. I have an affirmation and positivity journal. Um, I have a dream journal. I just have a shit ton of journals because I just constantly feel the need to write. So um, journaling, um, don't be afraid to express your emotions. It's okay to cry, um, especially if you are more in tune with your divine masculine um, side it's still okay to be expressive with your feelings. That's still fine. Um, also, I could re recommend some books to read. Um, one of them that completely changed my life. And when I say like it changed my life, it completely changed my life. Um, like for the better. Like I could, I, that's how I really started to heal. Um, and it's called uh, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hayes. And um, that's how I started getting more into like the self-healing and getting into that journey um, of, you know, eating better, loving myself and forgiveness. And I think that's another thing that's very hard for us to do is forgive those who have harmed us and hurt us. And um, because we hold on to that hate in our heart or we remember people who did those horrible things to us and that's what's keeping our inner child wounded or traumatized or hurt. And in order for us to move on, another thing is forgiving them. Um, another book I would recommend if you are, um, if you were sexually abused or experienced any kind of sexual trauma, assault, um, molestation, anything like that, um, Love Your Lady Landscape. Um, that was one of my favorite books. It got me more in tune and appreciating uh, myself as a woman and my femininity and getting more in touch with that and not feeling disgusted because I'm a woman or less than because I'm a woman. Um, but uh, Love My Lady Landscape. And I believe that's by Lisa Lister. And yes, that's Lisa Lister. Um, and she is also a witch and she is like a like she's out there, like very big on that. And I, that book is just, yeah, that changed my life because it got me to be more in touch with my feminine side and appreciate my body and love my body more. 
but um, I'm going to end this podcast here. I'm also going to be uploading a meditation to help you heal your inner child. And once again, if you're interested in doing any of the self-healing techniques like the Reiki, definitely DM me, reach out to me. Uh, Follow me on Instagram at mystic.mommy.podcast. Slide into my DMs. And um, also, if you are interested in the sister circle um, or goddess circle, please feel free to reach out to me so I could go ahead and add you in. And I love you all. And you will hear from me soon.